Hello, and welcome to Unleash Your Inner Creative with Lauren LaGrasso. I'm Lauren LaGrasso. I'm a People's Choice Podcast Award-nominated host and producer, singer-songwriter, public speaker, actor, and creative coach, and this show is meant to give you tools to claim the word creative, take fear out of the driver's seat of your life, gain awareness around your mental health, and own your right to have a dream and take up space. Today, the topic you're specifically going to hear about is how to get creatively unblocked. But before you hear that, I'd like to ask you a quick favor. If you love the show and it has helped you, please consider leaving it a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. It takes under a minute and it really helps bring the show visibility and connect with more creatives. Also, I read every single one and it means so much. So if you have something to say, please share it. Now to some tools on how to get unblocked. So these are all tools that I have used myself that I know work and that I wanted to share with you. It kind of started about a week and a half ago when I realized that I hadn't written a song in over a month. I think it was like a month and a half. And honestly, that just really depressed me because I love writing music. It's one of my passions. And the idea that I hadn't done it in so long struck me as odd and sad. And I wanted to change that. So I just decided to do it. And this decision came in at about 10 o'clock at night. So uh, it was more like 1030. So the first tip I'm going to give you is give yourself a time limit. Because at 1030, I decided I was going to write a song. I started writing the song at 1059 and I'd finish by 1147 p.m. And that is because I simply said, I am going to finish writing the song before I go to bed. And I suck with it. And I was not mean with myself about it, but I was strict in a loving way because I knew that I wanted to do it because I wanted to write something for myself. So give yourself a strict time limit. The next thing is make something you really want or need. So I think part of why I hadn't been writing a song is because like I'd had some ideas for melodies and I'd had some ideas for different topics for songs, but nothing was moving me or speaking to the moment of my life that I am in right now. And right now I'm in a moment where I need to make a big decision about something and I need to take the leap. And so I picked a topic that I'm passionate about that I really need to pep talk about in that moment that I really needed to hear. And I wrote basically a letter to myself through this song about taking the leap, about what are you so afraid of, giving myself advice and kind of talking through some of my fears through the verses, through the chorus, through the bridge. And that really did it for me because I finished it in under an hour. Another thing is obviously a big piece of what can stop you as a creative from going towards something is the inner critic. So I definitely was encountering it that night. But every time the inner critic speaks up, what you can literally do is say out loud or in your head, no, not helpful, stop, any variation of those things. I kept hearing when I was trying to write this song, oh, I don't know if this is a hit. And if it's not a hit, should you even keep going? Is it really worth it? And I just forcefully would turn down the inner critic each time and say, no, not right now. We can talk about that later. Right now I need to write this song. I need to finish it. I'm writing it for me. And so literally having a dialogue with your inner critic, just telling it to back the F off, (laughs) I think can be really, really helpful. It was almost as if I was in the room with my song and the inner critic kept knocking at the door and trying to come in. I was just like, you know what? You're not welcome right now. Maybe later we can talk. But right now I need you to leave. I I really need to set a boundary with you. So set a boundary with your inner critic when they're trying to get in the way of you and your creative output. Okay. Fourth thing I want to say, focus and stay present. So you've already talked about the importance of a time limit, but it's also super important when you're doing a project to focus the entirety of your energy on it because 
We're living in a world right now where it is so easy to be distracted. We have social media. We have people calling and texting us. You know, we have the TV. There's limitless opportunity to lose your focus. So really focus all your energy. It's hard. It's hard for me because I love escaping into little side distractions. I just told myself if I want to finish a song by the time I go to bed, I can't do that. So if a text came in, I let it go. I mean, a better thing probably would have been to just turn off my phone or at least silence it or put it on airplane mode. So that's an option for you. Close your door. My mom did come in in the middle of me writing a song and go, I'm trying to write a song right now. I probably could have avoided that by literally putting a sign on my door that said, hey, I'm writing a song right now. Come back later. So, you know, that's an option too. If you live with people, make sure the TV is off unless your creativity somehow involves the TV. So like these little things that we can do, it does require some level of willpower. But again, if your main goal and your most persistent goal is to create something, really focus and stay present. And that brings me to my next thing, which is a variation of that, but don't focus on outcome. Don't think about perfection. Think about your project and the goal at hand and how you can best finish it and say what you want to say in the moment you're in. Think about just bringing it out. Don't think about what's going to happen after you bring it out. And so what I was thinking about in regard to this is the most brilliant example of creativity or creation is when a woman gives birth to a child, right? Life is in and of itself creative or creativity. When a woman's pushing out a baby as she's screaming, do you think she's thinking about the child's college or what they're going to do for a living? No. She's thinking about getting that baby out of her body so it can be out in the world. And then those thoughts can start to come in of how to raise the child, how to get it to a good school, how you know to assist them in achieving their dreams. But when she's pushing out the baby, I don't think that's top of mind. It should be the same thing with our own creative aspirations, right? Like when we're pushing out our own creative babies, if we're thinking about, you know, 15 steps down the road, how's that little thing going to come out? It needs our focus to bring it out into the world in a healthy, safe manner and in a way that is true. So regardless of what your reason is, if you focus on what you're making in that moment and how you can best bring it out into the world versus focusing about what it will become, it's going to make a way better project. It's going to help you get it done faster and it will definitely help you alleviate any blockages. So those are some tools that you can use if you are trying to make a specific project and feeling a little bit blocked with it. Now I want to give you some more overarching tools that you can use if you're just feeling generally blocked on how to get to the point where you can even start making a project. So one thing is if you're feeling blocked overall and lack a creative spark, try making something that's outside of your creative career goals to get back to the joy of creating with lower stakes. So I'll give you an example of this in my own life. On Sunday night, my TV just stopped working and it was weird. It, I mean, it turned like really bright. I couldn't use the remote to turn it on or off or switch the volume. Nothing was working. So of course, when something like that happens, if you're living at home with your dad, you go, dad, <laughs> because of course he has all the answers, even when you know he maybe doesn't. <laughs> so I called him up and I go, dad, it's not working. And so, I mean, he's just as stumped as I am. Neither of us are TV fixing experts here. But he starts trying some things. Finally, he goes with the, the age-old unplug, plug the TV back in. It works like a charm. 
He also uh, noticed that one of the handles on my dresser had fallen off and I hadn't bothered to screw it back in. So he took the handle, put it back and like screwed it in like with his bare hands. So, I mean, okay, let's give let's give my dad, Mike LaGrasso, some credit. Pretty impressive. But I mean, stuff that I probably could have figured out, but it was nice to have another person there. So, I mean, he was saying like, well, happy to help. If there's anything else you need help fixing, I'm here. So just let me know. (laughs) And I was like, wow, dad, you're really like an amazing fix-it man. You're the fix-it man of the year. Like, you know, sarcastically gassing him up, but I did appreciate what he had done. So the next morning we were kind of talking about it and I just came up with this silly little song and maybe I'll play it for you at the end of the episode or maybe I'll insert it here. I called it the Fix-It Man of the Year. And then at the end of the song, my dad turns to the camera and goes, I love fixing things. I think everybody can agree. He can fix anything that he might see. He's the Fix-It Man of the Year. Everybody give a big cheer. Woo! I like fixing things. (laughs) That's my dad. And in that moment, it just like sparked this idea for me. I'm like, what if I do some interviews with him about how he like fixed each thing, you know, and he kind of like mocking like HGTV people or people who do YouTube tutorials. He goes through and like explains how he expertly unplugged my TV and plugged it back in and how you can do it too, how he screwed in a handle and how you can do it too. And so I recorded him doing these things, like saying how he fixed it. And then this idea was sparked of, oh my gosh, what if we made like this little mockumentary where he goes through a day in the life of the Fix-It Man of the Year and he like takes you through how he fixes each of these things, but each thing is a super basic thing to fix. And so, I don't know, my dad and I started brainstorming about it. We were both getting excited about it. And I realized that all the creative stuff I've been doing in my life lately has felt like drudgery. Because I've lost the joy. I've been so focused on getting it done and outcome and output that I haven't enjoyed the creative process at all. And it took me doing something that was pretty far outside of what I really have been focused on doing, which is making this podcast and making my music and producing other podcasts to realize that I need to get back to the joy of creating. And I don't know. It just excited me. It excited me to have something fresh to work on. It reminded me of when I first started writing music, how it felt. It was just for the joy. It was just for the excitement and the spark of creativity and trying this new thing and how good that felt. And so I think my dad and I maybe are going to try to make this little mockumentary before I leave to go back to LA. But even if we don't, just remembering that feeling was so important. So I really encourage you to find something that maybe is outside of your creative career goals and just see what it feels like to feel the joy of making something and doing something new and see how you can bring that excitement of new love back to the thing that you've been doing for a while that you really want to make part of your career or that is part of your career. Because I think as we go along in our creative journey, it's really easy to lose that passion. Even if we think it's our passion, sometimes we just get into a bad cycle where it just all feels heavy. And so how can you find the lightness of something new and bring it into something creative that you've been doing for a while? This really reignited my spark and I've already gotten some new ideas for music. Obviously, I got this idea for this podcast. So I highly recommend that. Another thing that's simple but that cannot be underestimated is sleep. 
If you are blocked and you're trying to do something late at night, sleep on it. And often when you wake up, you'll have the answers. So ask yourself, what can I make that would be helpful? What would light me up? Like spirit, God, what do you want me to bring into the world right now? So when I went to bed last night, I had tried to record this podcast before I went to bed. It wasn't even about getting creatively unblocked. It was about identity and forming a relationship with yourself, which I'll get to a little bit later because there's a reason that topic didn't work at this moment. But I was like, oh God, I'm so tired and I really don't know if I have anything to say. Like I just wasn't even sure if the next morning I'd have anything to say, but I told myself I knew I really wasn't going to have anything to say if I tried to push through that night and be prolific in some way. I knew I needed to get some sleep. So right before I went to bed, I just said a little prayer and I was like, God, if you want me to talk about something in the morning, please just make it super clear and bring it through. And when I woke up, I was flooded with all these ideas of how to get creatively unblocked. So if you're trying to push through and get some answers out or like create something late at night and you have the luxury of time on your hands, definitely just go to bed. But before you do, say a little prayer or a little intention about what you want to bring through in the morning or ask what would be helpful to bring through in the morning. And I don't know, all I can speak for is my own experience. I had all these ideas and I still have more to share with you. So it really does work. Another thing is journaling. So when I woke up, I instantly did my morning pages. Shout out to Julia Cameron and The Artist's Way. This tool really, really does work. I'd gotten away from it for a few days, but as I started writing, all these ideas came to me because I really only had one or two ideas of how to get unblocked when I first started. Then when I started journaling, all these other ideas came. So definitely when you wake up in the morning, take to your morning pages, take to your journal and just start writing and see what comes out because all these concepts and tools came up from the show, from journaling, from writing freehand. And then I took it, you know, for me, writing freehand is really good to get things out, but the only way I can stay organized is if I take it and then bring it into a document after and type it out. So that's what I did. Worked like a charm. One more thing. So I said I would get to the idea of why the topic about identity didn't work. It's not because it's not a good topic. It's because it's half-baked. So here's another thing. If your idea is half-baked, don't create in that moment. So I have a really interesting thought I'm kind of working through right now, which is what is my relationship with myself? I was going to do a whole podcast about it, but it wasn't going to work because I am not to the thesis statement of what my relationship with myself is and what that means on a greater level. So how could I possibly share some sort of learning with you when I'm not even done learning it yet? And I think a lot of times the reason we're blocked isn't because it's self-doubt or we're tired. It's actually because the idea isn't ready yet. And if the idea isn't ready yet, you need to give it more time. So if something's half-baked, wait to create. That is this tip. So that identity topic, still a really good one. But the reason it couldn't come through yet last night, on top of the fact that I was like burnt out and exhausted and all these other things, was because the idea wasn't ready. So sometimes when the idea is ready, it's okay to stay quote unquote blocked, even though you're not really blocked. I would rephrase it. You're not blocked. You're waiting for the idea to come to fruition. So wait a little bit for that idea to come to fruition, journal about it, think about it, but don't create on it until the idea feels like it's a piece of you, that you know it well enough that you can share it. And another thing is, ask yourself, what do I need right now? What would please me? Separate your voice from other people's voices, from shame, from self-doubt. Get back to your true creative. Again, going back to the song, I made that song. It's called Take the Leap 
because I really needed to hear that message. I needed to write something because I needed to write for myself and I needed to hear that message. So I made something that would be helpful to me. And as Martin Scorsese says, the most personal thing is the most creative thing. I mean, that's not the exact quote, but it's something like that. You know, sometimes we think we have to make something so universal to connect with everyone. Honestly, the more specific and personal you can get, the more it connects with other people because you're being vulnerable, you're being honest, you're stepping up to the plate and through basically opening up your chest cavity, you're making it okay for other people to do the same thing. And you never know when somebody can see something in your story that resonates with them, even if it's super specific. Mike Posner talks about this. He said in his first album, he's a singer-songwriter for those that don't know, and in his first album, he was writing all these super overarching songs about love and relationships, but nothing that was actually speaking to his personal experience. Then he went to Nashville and started writing with these country songwriters who wrote super specific personal songs. And they told him the more specific you get, the more universal it is. He did that for his album at night alone. That's the name of the album. It was his most successful album. So it's just proof that the more you open your chest cavity and speak to what you need, speak to a younger version or a version of yourself right now, the more it's going to connect with other people. So make something that you want and need because that's also going to really inspire you to create. Also, ask yourself why you want to create. If your answer is other focus or future focus or outcome focus or something other than what you want or need to express... See what you can do to get something more pure that just comes down to self-expression and the literal desire to make something right now. Again, this goes back to something I said, but if you're thinking like, oh my God, is it going to be a hit? Is it going to be a hit? You're not going to be able to express yourself in the most authentic way. And often it's going to lead to blockages because you're thinking about what this might be versus what it is right now or what it could be right now. Another thing you can do is changing your environment. It sounds simple, but I usually record these solo podcasts from my bed in my room. And today I was, first of all, my dad was talking so loud downstairs. I mean, you would have heard his entire conference call. Then I went into the office and it was my mom talking in the kitchen. So I couldn't get some peace and quiet anywhere. So like by default, I went into this like random back room my parents have in their house and it was so quiet and it was fresh, and it was clean. Actually, it's a room I used to play in when I was a little girl, which I'm sure adds something to it as well. Like literally some of my toys are still in here. We should probably give those away. Um, but it just felt so ripe for creativity because my room has so much energy in it. Like there's so much wrapped up in that room and it's a little stale. So sometimes just changing your environment brings forth the creative energy you need to get unblocked. I mean, personally, when I live in LA, I live in a one-bedroom apartment, so I don't have the luxury of like traversing from room to room, but I could go outside or I could, you know, go sit outside of a coffee shop. You know, we have options of where we can go, and sometimes you just need to change the energy. Sometimes maybe that means changing the energy of the room you're already in. Maybe you do some Palo Santo. Maybe you light a candle. Maybe you sit in a different corner of the room than you normally do to create. So there are options, but... Changing your environment, your physical environment, can really lend itself so much to getting unblocked because sometimes there's just trapped energy or like a certain feeling in a room and you can't shake it off. So you need to leave and go to a different space. And the final tool I want to share with you is if you're stuck and haven't been able to bring yourself to do anything in a really long time, give yourself a box to create in. And what that means is 
Give yourself something super specific so that you can expand within that. So for example, last year at the beginning of the pandemic, I was blocked. I think I was blocked from March until May. And on the podcast, I started giving a creative challenge every week. That involved me giving listeners a word, and it could be literally any word. I mean, I think one week it was doll, love, fun. I mean, it could literally be peacock. I would give any word that just came to my mind, I'd blurt it out, and then I'd say, create literally anything from this word. It could be a drawing. It could be a a game you play with your child. It could be a meal. It could be a song. It could be anything. Just create one thing from this word and see how that affects you. And it was pretty profound for me. The first week I made a song. The next week I wrote a poem. The next week I think I did another song. I did watercolor paintings. I cooked a meal. One week I think I gave the word rest and I literally slept because that felt like the most creative thing to do because I had been burning the candle at both ends. So this challenge is really what got me out of my two-month-long creative block and it, it wasn't even focused, like the creative challenge wasn't even about doing the thing that you either do for a career or are wanting to do for a career. It was just about getting back to creating and getting unblocked creatively because as we know, creativity begets creativity. And so it truly helped me unlock the floodgates with my music, with my podcast, with everything. So I highly, highly recommend if you're super blocked and haven't been able to really create in recent history, give yourself the challenge of making anything based off of some word. Just see what it inspires because it's just a really simple tool and it's very specific. And sometimes, so I said create a box to create in. Sometimes giving yourself a small container to create in actually expands you. When you have every option in the world, it can feel really overwhelming but giving yourself something very specific to focus on and creating within that specificity. Again, I guess it speaks to what we were talking about before of getting personal. Um, It's a little bit different, but giving yourself something to focus on within that specificity can really open you up. And then the whole world doesn't feel so daunting because you just have this one thing and you need to create anything based upon it. So definitely try that tool. So again, I just hit you with a lot, but I mean, all these tools get down to the same thing and it's the most important thing to realize that you're creating for yourself and your own self-expression to focus on that moment and to focus on pushing out the creative baby so that you're not thinking 10 steps in the future. You're just thinking about how to bring it out. Rest when you need rest. Ask yourself what you need to bring forth right now and do it for the joy Because otherwise, why are we doing it, you know? Pursuing a life that is different than the norm is so difficult. It's really, really hard. And it's just not worth it if you're doing it for some sort of outcome that doesn't even involve your own joy. So focus on that inner child, getting back to the fun, doing it for the sake of doing it, making things that you want and need. And I really think that you will quickly get unblocked because when we're focused on the love, that's when it all comes through and the magic happens. So thank you so much for listening. If you like what you heard, remember to follow the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts, rate, review, and subscribe. Tell a friend about the show, post about it on social media, tag me at Lauren LaGrasso and the show at Unleash Your Inner Creative, and I will repost to share my gratitude 
And remember to join the Unleash Creative Community on Facebook. It is the most supportive place on the internet. I always say on there, self-promotion is required and supporting other people is required. It's a place where we all get together, uplift our dreams, talk about our path, talk about things we're struggling with and help. And honestly, everyone in there is so kind and wonderful and talented. Highly recommend you join. You can join at the link in my bio or by searching Unleash Creative Community on Facebook. Thank you to my associate producer, Emily. You can follow her at We Can't Find Emily. Thank you to Liz Full for the show's theme music. Follow her at Liz Full. And again, thank you. My wish for you this week is that you create something for yourself. You deserve it. I love you and I believe in you. Talk with you next week.